For this week's episode of the Sportlight Podcast, we're actually going to go kind of behind the curtain a little bit or behind the scenes. We last week interviewed Olympic swimmer Ryan White, who's currently a, a student and a swimmer at Alabama, but also swam in the recent Olympics and will be swimming in the upcoming Olympics. We finished the interview and just were just chit-chatting with her. We forgot that the recording was still happening. She was still being recorded. And some really cool things came out of the final five minutes of what really was a conversation that we didn't know we were on camera for. And we want to share that with you a little bit today. There were some really cool things in there. And if you can watch this episode rather than just listen to it, I'd encourage you to do so, to go to our website and find the actual episode and, and watch it because she actually takes us through her apartment and goes in and shows us the mirror in her bathroom and some things that she has written on that mirror that she looks at every day to keep her motivated and focused. So it's, it's, it's worth to listen this week's episode. Again, part two with Ryan White, Olympic swimmer for the USA Olympic team. Welcome to the Sportlight Podcast for parents, coaches, and athletes. The Sportlight refers to the time in an athlete's life when they have increased ability to affect the culture around them and the increased opportunity to learn life's lessons through sports. This podcast aims to help parents and coaches capitalize on their athletes' precious time in the Sportlight. The Sportlight Podcast is brought to you by Especially for Athletes program. Well, Shad, let's just hop right into it. We'll we'll just show the last couple seconds of when we finished the the, the interview, and then kind of what happened afterwards, and then we'll discuss that afterwards. Ryan, that was awesome. I feel like I talked too much. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ryan! The, the whole point of having you on is so we don't have to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that board behind you? What's written on that board there? Mm, those are my those are some of my goals i can yeah show show us that back. yeah for okay. those that are watching this episode they'll be able to <laughs> see this whiteboard behind yeah. ryan in, in uh, her room is it clear yeah this is in my living room so i just go down the stairs so i see it when i leave um these are like my goal times and they're broken down by 50 um, these are some like meets that I'm going to short-term goals and long-term goals. Um, this is just something that I like recently wrote. It says I'm the universe. And then it says NASA. Um, it's something that I think about. It like relates to not going and finding things and letting things come to me. Like I'm the universe and NASA is like studying the universe. Yeah. And other people can interested in what I'm doing or not because there's so many people that don't know anything about space but it's like my job to just be myself and like exist and let other things orbit around me that's just that's new I just barely wrote that so like a that's few cool. days ago <laughs> I like that but yeah everything on there you've got the world's in Japan in 2023. You've got your long-term goal and you're under your long terms, you have Paris in 2024. Short-term goals, read two books a month. I love that. And uh, looks like you've got the U.S. Open coming up here in a month or so. Yeah. 30th <laughs> yeah. to December 3rd and short-term goals. Mm -hmm. I like the big eyes up, do the work right in the middle of it. I like that written up there. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's cool. This so is it, just a little note. It says they may forget what you say and do, but they'll never forget how you make them feel. So yeah, that's I, like too. That. 
up in the corner, for those that aren't watching this, up in the corner of this whiteboard is a piece of paper that says, you may forget what you say. They may forget what you say and do, but they will never forget how you make them feel. Ryan, you're a remarkable person. Running in the elite circles that you run in, sometimes it's hard to to maybe realize how remarkable of a person you are, but you are a very thoughtful, disciplined, remarkable person and a great ambassador for all people who love to do good through sports. So, man, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate we're, that. We're going to probably ask you in the future to do some more, even if it's just little, we'd love to do a little spotlight on you maybe, or have you, you know, Shad mentioned, we do these um, summits, these leadership summits that, we have athletes in person and it might be hard for you to be there in person, but we could do a zoom like this and have you talk or interview you with hundreds of kids listening. Everything you just said isn't unique to swimming other than counting your, your kicks and your, your strokes underwater. Mm -hmm. Everything else is for everybody, but you know about our program and what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to encourage elite level performance we were all for that, competing and being great at your sport, but doing mm -hmm. it with awareness of, you know, in the wake of all of that are a lot of other people out there that you can influence. And so to Shad's point, you're doing that. Keep doing that. And we want to, if you have a message you want to share, you come across something that's important to you. It's I think it's important for you to know that people want to hear from you. When you say I talk too much, like people want to hear from you. So if you have something you write down on your board that's important to you, like you did right there, one of those quotes, that's something that there are other people out there that want to know what's important to you. It's going to help them and, you know, share that. And if we can help you share that, if we can, you know, if you have a, a quick message that you feel like is important to you that you can share, we can, you know, blast that out to thousands and thousands of athletes I promise you, I promise you that there are going to be thousands of athletes and parents of athletes that are going to hear that and say, oh man, I needed that. I'm going to share that with my team or I'm going to share that with my daughter. Or, I'm going to like, they want to know the things that are getting you through the day. Because just like you said about social media, giving this false impression of kind of people's lives. I think a lot of people think you just go get in the pool for you every four years and go swim and win silver medals. Like, they don't understand all this other stuff, right? And when you yeah. when you say, I had a bad day today, today sucked, but I read this or I thought of this or I listened to this today and it helped me, that's going to resonate with some 35-year-old mom who's home with some kids and her, her day just sucked and she realized, oh, okay, so even – you know, these, these athletes like Ryan are going through these hard things and we all have these just sucky moments and I can get through it and, and becoming from you. And because of what you've accomplished, your words matter and they mean things to people. So like, don't forget that as you continue this journey that you're, that you're, you're doing a lot of good. And Chad just said it perfectly that you don't realize the kind of influence that you are having, but let that give you a little extra umph when you're in there swimming that, there's some people pushing you hmm. sitting down this hour. We're going to take this and it's going to, you're going to bless a lot of people's lives by, by doing this. So thank you. Yeah, of course. I have actually one other thing. Um, yeah. And like one of the, that you texted 
It was like, how have I been able to use my platform or position to like lift and help others? And I called my mom because I was like, I feel like I haven't, I haven't done any clinics yet. I haven't done any like specific events. And my mom like brought, she's like, you do stuff all the time. And I was just kind of struggling to find the answer, I guess. And she like brought up, um, when I was a junior, we had like, we had like a banquet at the end of each, um, season and they gave me like MVP towels each time. I mean, not every time it was some sort of like award with my name on it, like embroidered, um, like on a towel because we're somewhere. So those are our trophies sometimes. (laughs) Um, Creative. I was like, Mom, I don't want this towel. I have so many towels. And she was like, give it to someone. And I gave it to a girl on my team who, I don't know how old she was. Um, she was much younger than me in the younger group. And I, I just kind of got the feeling that she struggled with finding her group and finding her friends. And every time that I've gone home to train with my team, she is so excited to see me. And she, I think she just thinks I like walk on the water. And it's just really crazy. Like my mom pointed it out to me, but I think I've made a very big impact on her life. And even she came to Alabama. She wasn't, she's not like swimming in college, but she's just going, she was going on like tours of different schools. And I had a dinner with her and her mom while she was in town. And it was just really cool to see. We were, we weren't really friends, but I gave her this towel and she had looked up to me but now it's like we are almost friends and it's like I know she knows she can call me if she needs something and she knows that I will be there if nobody else is and I think that's like really cool um I have like in my mirror in my bathroom I'll show you there um a note and it says like I'm like really into just decorating stuff like this but it says like this is says project 48 so that's like my goal time these are my my like pace times for the 200 but this is a saying that i really like from a i think it's like a boxer or a fighter so they'll see you at the top so that's something i really like um so this one is like the one that's like standing out to me right now is like be who you needed when you were younger um i don't know that's just something that like is another way of saying like eyes up do the work is because yeah. like you're just looking who needs you, and if they're younger than you, they might have needed somebody like you at the time. So that's something that I like. I really like. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, be, that's <laughs> I just wanted to add that a little bit. Yeah, be who you needed when you were younger. Yeah. What man, Ryan? That's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. That is so amazing in fact we were talking a little bit in preparation for this um we just did this byu cross country one a couple weeks ago that's why it's so fresh on our minds but they also said some profound things and they have this hashtag they use uh run for her and the her in that is the 13 year old version of yourself I have the goosebumps. <laughs> you know, and that, that it's just so cool. Like they and Julie Sumption, who's currently running at BYU, she said, if my 13 year old self would have met me now, um, it would have meant a lot to her. 
And so a lot of what they do, and she would have thought, she said that she would have thought I was pretty cool. And I bet 13 year old <laughs> Ryan White looking at you right now would have been like, that would have been a profound experience for 13 year old Ryan White to meet, to meet you now. And that goes right along with that. Not only remember where you were and what your goals were and how far you've come and how much it would mean to 13 year old you to be where you are now, but you just added another element to that, which is what did 13 year old Ryan White need and, and be that to those people now. Yeah. And so that is so cool. That's a great concept. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That well, was, I don't know. I just felt like that kind of fit. So. <laughs> oh, we did. We actually are still recording, and the last five minutes of this recording have been probably the as good <laughs> cool. as the first 45 minutes were. Awesome. Well, Ryan, you have a great day, and keep in touch, and we'll keep in touch with you, and, and uh, you're awesome. We love you. Keep it up. So, Shad, that was obviously – Awesome. And, 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 and maybe my favorite part of the whole interview is that part, but I'm going to start right away with what she said. As soon as it went to break or what we thought was break, I said, thank you so much. And she said, I'm sorry, I talked too much. And then you and I both immediately were like, no. And, and you made the comment about that's why we have you on here. And then I went on to explain to her, you, you can't think that way. Um, people want to hear your voice. And I think that's important because I think a lot of athletes feel that way is that they feel like their voice doesn't matter and that maybe they are sharing too much. And, and, you know, the message that we wanted to give Ryan right there uh, was that people want to hear from you. And she said things, you know, apparently or supposedly off camera right there that was, were so sincere and taking us in and showing us the pictures on the, you know, the mirror in the bathroom and some of the quotes and things she looks at, but she said some things throughout that entire interview that maybe she was hesitant to share or to say, because she didn't think it would be important to somebody. And it's just my opinion or my thought. And the truth is there are going to be people, athletes, swimmers, and non-swimmers who are going to take some of the things that she shared and they're going to write them down and put them on their mirrors and remember them in maybe when they're you know, training for the Olympics. It, it was just terrific what she said there at the end. Well, and I think it shows her true humility. And this is something that I think would be great for athletes and parents of athletes, coaches to remember is that it seems that Ryan hasn't realized how cool she is yet. She just came across as the most humble, yeah. meek. So I don't think that which she is apologizing to two 45-year-old guys for, oh, I am so sorry on your podcast. I talk too much. It's it's one of those situations, Dustin, that we, we have often said as we go around and talk with young athletes that what we're trying to do is not take all these bullies who are being horrible to people and try to help them not be bullies. That's not our message. There's some bullying awareness groups and things like that that bring awareness to that. We're in action group and of course we address those things and encourage it to be addressed but what we aren't trying to encourage bullies to be nice we're trying to take the ryan whites of the world and we're trying to flip a switch in their brain where they realize the things i say have power yeah and you and i both know as we were listening to ryan speak here's this u.s olympian world champion current world champion 
And she's thinking, man, people don't want to hear from me this much. And, and of course, there are some athletes that they think people want to hear from them too much. You know? yeah. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to help those people like Ryan and those high school athletes and junior high athletes and pro athletes realize that if they could flip that switch in their brain and realize, no, I am in the spotlight and I can use my influence to do good. You know, that was just one of the best examples I've ever seen of, of someone who, who is so humble and such a good person that they think, well, I don't know that anyone would want to hear from, from me. Yeah. And we're sitting there thinking, no, man, people need yeah. to hear from you because yeah. you're the kind of athlete that, that they need to hear from. She brought so much hope and, and direction in that podcast. Yeah. And that last little well, bit was super cool. On her, on her mirror, she said, I'll see you at the top. And she wasn't sure where she heard that. She thought maybe it was a boxer or somebody that had said that, but I'll see you at the top. In other words, that's where I expect to be. That's where I'm going to be. And, and, and we'll talk when I get there. She also had written down, be who you needed when you were younger, you know, a reminder to herself that somebody out there was, is currently in a position that she was once in and wants to be in the position that she's currently in. And she wants to remind herself to be that person, right. To, to that she needed when she was younger. And, you know, that's valuable information or valuable uh, advice for all of us, whether you're an athlete or not, be that dad that you needed, you know, when you were 16 or 17 or that mom or that friend that you needed, that best friend that you needed, you know, when you were going through whatever it was. I mean, that's just a great, the fact that she, she thinks that way, she writes it on her mirror. She had a bunch of other things written on her mirror. And that's pretty unique to be able to go into the, you know, the personal space of an elite level athlete. Like we're talking the top 1% of the 1%, right? I mean, she's an Olympian athlete who medals, who's going to medal, who's, you know, an NCAA champion and just unbelievably gifted. And to be able to see what are the things that she's thinking about? What are the reminders that she's asking herself? And she has bad days and she has days when she's sad and lonely and can't sleep and, you know, and doesn't feel like she measures up, but she has these things to remind her that, no, I can be great. And that what's most important to her is not only to be a great swimmer, but to make sure that along the process, she's giving back to others. And she said how she didn't feel like she had to call her mom to say, I don't know how to answer this question. You had sent her some questions before yeah. to kind of, hey, heads up. And one of them was, how have you used this platform to help others? And she was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I have. And her mom was like, what are you talking about? You've done all sorts of things, right? The fact that in her mind, she doesn't feel like she's done that. And she almost felt like this guilt. And it took someone kind of telling her, no, look what you have done. And it turns out that there's this younger athlete who she gave a towel to, who I promise you probably right now is Ryan White's biggest fan and has that towel and is right. Because she took time to do something for her that at the time seemed very insignificant. She was giving her a towel that she didn't really want. And, you know, she had a bunch of them, but to this person that she gave it to, to this girl that she gave it to, it was a huge, huge thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's the, that's the power of the sport light. Yeah. And you know, that saying be who you needed when you were younger, I was thinking of all these applications you thought about, you know, the father, son, mother, yeah. daughter. Um, also, that 
if I understood that story correctly, she was a senior who's going to Alabama yeah. and this girl was a sophomore on her yeah. high school team. And, and that's a cool application to those seniors out there right now, those team captains who are listening to this or parents of those or coaches who have team captains. That's a great message for those team captains. You be to those sophomores and freshmen what you needed when you were a freshman and sophomore. Like those younger players, those who are coming up, think about what they need, what you needed when they were in those shoes and yeah. you provide that. Sometimes we have these hazing issues. We've had some of those that seems to crop up just every now yeah. and again where kids are getting in trouble for hazing their teammates. And, and, uh, and, and when you think through this lens that instead of organizing events to <laughs> haze and initiate all of your team to sit down as a, as a leadership group on the team and say, okay, what did we need when we were sophomores to really help us take that next step athletically, socially? What did we need when we were in school? What would have helped us? And let's be that for those younger players. That message is yeah. an awesome application of eyes up, do the work. Well, what are you leaving behind as well, right? Like for parents listening to this, it I, I thought that, you know, as, as I thought more about what she said was, what can I, how can I use that as a parent? Well, if I've got a, a child who's an athlete and you're, you don't have even have to be a senior, but that's probably the, the most impactful time to do it. You're getting ready to literally leave the team and the school. What are you leaving behind? What, what memory, what's, what are you giving to somebody? might be something physical that you actually give them. Hey, remember this. And, and I wish I had done this differently. Be better, be different. You know, don't do this or, or a message or a quote or a, a towel or whatever, like leave something behind that has more power than just a rah-rah speech at halftime, right? Something that's going to have some sentimental value to that person who looked up to you and that they might be able to then pass it on to somebody else, you know, and, and, and because you, you just never know, you, you, you don't know that that thing that you left behind, um, I shared on a, on one of our uh, Instagram posts a couple of weeks ago, something that a senior had done for me in a weight room, very casually when I was a sophomore, helping me lift and teaching me how to do a lift better that to this day, 30 years later, when I do that lift and exercise, I think of what he taught me, right? Like he had no idea. And that just that idea of giving back, and she was she expressed that so so well in that yeah. you know in that segment. And there's a lot to learn from her and for us as adults, but also for the kids listening. Oh, I agree. What a great ambassador of her sport, of especially for athletes, and just to know it's kind of cool when you interview someone like that. It's it's one thing to say a bunch of things on a podcast, but when you're like, hey, can I show you something? And then yeah. She takes us to the board, her mirror, and you get to see, no, this stuff is really important yeah. to her. Short-term goals and long-term goals right. and goals yeah. off the field or in her case, out of the pool, like being example, like she's got it all covered and that's what we need. That's what we want. That is especially for athletes. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Dustin, thank you, man. Any final thoughts on this one? No, I, this is obviously a short one, but maybe for parents and coaches listening to this, let's Let's make sure we're diving into the deeper things with these kids and what are they leaving behind, you know, and are they that athlete that they needed when they were younger? And are we, the coach and the parent, 
that we needed when we were a teenager. If we're not, then let's change and try to be more. I mean, that's that's the lesson that I learned from an adult, from listening to Ryan and and uh, learning from her. Yeah. She's amazing. Well, thank you everybody for joining the Sportlight Podcast. As always, keep your eyes up and do the work. This has been the Sportlight Podcast from Especially for Athletes, sponsored by Coca-Cola. You can learn more about Especially for Athletes by visiting the website at especiallyforathletes.org. You can also learn more about the book, The Sportlight, by Shad Martin and Dustin Smith at especiallyforathletes.org slash book.